everybody, and welcome to the Money Made Easy podcast. Every week, we will catch up with all things money, honey. It's your hosts, Angelica and Tisha. We're coming to you anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also follow along with us on Instagram at Money Made Easy Podcast and also on our website at MoneyMadeEasyPodcast.com. We'll be talking all things money, earning it, saving it, and investing it in the easiest way possible. Our goal is to educate, uplift, and empower you to feel confident in your financial decisions. Now, you may be asking yourselves, are you both money experts? (laughs) Heck no, not even close. We're far from it. We will be bringing on some of the best experts in the biz to set you up for success. Now, on to this week's show. This week, we're talking to Lupe Prado, a career, business, and life coach who lives in Dallas and helps people from all over live a happier and more fulfilled life. Today, she'll be helping us look at our relationship with money and how we can improve our mindset to create a healthier financial outlook. And we have a lot of fun, too. We are so excited to welcome our guest, Lupe. Go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit, Lupe, and tell us about yourself briefly. Sure. I am a career and business and life coach. I, my background is in public accounting, financial reporting, majored in accounting in college. Um, but, I, you know, it's, my story is that I worked at a firm working 80-hour weeks. I was pretty burnt out. And that, would, that could do that, 80-hour weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. <laughs> horrible headaches. I went and had an MRI done because they wouldn't go away. Wow. Ooh, wow. Yeah. And so then it turns out that it was all stress related. After I quit two weeks later, the headaches were gone. (gasps) Whoa. That right there is so powerful. Yeah. It's interesting because stress will manifest itself in so many different ways. And for me, it was headaches. And um, it's funny because now my husband will point out, if I have a really bad headache, he'll ask me, what are you stressed about? Have you had (laughs) And it's, and then I take a moment and I think, yeah, you know what? I didn't really, I only slept a little last night because of, you know, whatever reason I was worried about this or that. So, um, yeah. So at that point in my life, I thought I can figure it out on my own. I got it. It's fine. Um, but my boyfriend now husband said, you know, you should really ask for help. So I Googled a coach and I didn't call <laughs> six, months later, I had headaches. six months later. So when I had this MRI done, I thought, okay, I need to call a coach. So I Googled, I think I said Google Dallas life coach or something like that. Cause I'm a tech. <laughs> and uh, the first person I came up, I called her name's Kristen. And that was five years ago. And I still coach with her. Wow. And I, that's awesome. Yeah, I tell everyone that after my husband, she's been the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That is so great. She really did. And And it inspired your whole new line of work now too. Yes. Because I found that I kept referring people to her Mm -hmm. and then people would say, you know, I really want to talk to you about these things. So I started feeling this pull to get my coaching, my coach training. I did that in 2017. Um, And then I got pregnant and I had my first baby last summer. And yeah, little girl. So cute. (laughs) <laughs> she's so cute and so sweet. And, you know, after maternity leave, I just thought, I really want to do this. I really want to 
try to make this work and make my, I had been doing it on the side, but I wanted to really jump in. So I left my corporate job and went into coaching and in the spring. So that was last fall and the spring I enrolled in a master's program and that has an executive coaching focus. So more learning about coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I'm the happiest I've ever been. I'm coaching, doing what I love, what I feel like I'm supposed to. And what you're so good at. Thank you. Thank you. I I really feel like this is my calling. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. It doesn't feel like work to me. It's so so calling. How was that transition um, from, you know, working 80 hour weeks, Mm -hmm. uh, not only as far as the stress, but also how was the, how did you do handle the money transition? Was it because you had saved up a bunch or because of your husband being able to help support? How did you transition that money wise? Since we're, since we're talking money. (laughs) So when I was working the 80 hour weeks, my coach helped me actually transition to the same type of work but at a different company. So I went to work at an oil and gas company doing financial reporting. So that brought more balance. It was the same type of work, but more balanced. And so when I left in the fall, I left that job. So it was more ba- a more balanced job, paid really well, um, but it wasn't what I wanted to do. So, and I told this, and I asked this of clients too, where, uh, so I was able to leave because my husband's supporting me through this process. So we, we looked at our finances and we said, can we afford to do this? Can we afford to take this risk of you not having a salary for, and we estimated it would take me three years to really build up to a point where I'd replaced my income that I was making at my other, uh, at my previous, in my previous role. And so we, we talked about it and he is supporting me through this process. So I'm working hard to get back to the point where I've replaced my income, but there's a safety net there. And this is what I, you know, walk clients through and we talk about is what's the safety net. There's a book I read and it was by Adam Grant. And it talked about that all the best people who've taken these big risks that uh, to outsiders seems like. They didn't have a, like Bill Gates, for example, he took a break from Harvard, but it was an approved break. So he left, he did quit. I think it was Harvard. I can't remember. One of the Ivy Leagues. He <laughs> but he had, he had, it was an approved leave. So there was a safety net there. So mm-hmm. for me, my safety net right now is my husband. So he's supporting me. He's, he encourages me. He wants me to do what I'm passionate and about. And y'all have a plan. You came up with, but you spoke, yeah. sat down. I love that. You said that. I, we sat down. You <laughs> came up with a plan. <laughs> and had like some sort of timeline, which I think is important because it's so easy to get lost within all of that. So it's the fact that you guys are like, okay, this is our three-year plan. Like, you know, and you know, if we're ahead of it, great, but like, we got to stay on track at least. That's awesome. Right. And it's helped me be less hard on myself because as most entrepreneurs, you want to grow as fast as possible. And there's this feeling of, I'm not doing it fast enough. I'm not growing mm-hmm. fast enough or whatever, but, but it's that thought of, well, me and my husband discussed it. We said, yes. So it, it brings him back to, okay, it's okay. Let's, um, let's real quick talk about yeah how the three of us actually came to know each other. Cause it's a pretty yes. cool story. <laughs> my favorite story ever. <laughs> such a fun story. So Lupe and I first met at uh, Kathy Heller's house. She was having a mastermind and there was only 12, uh, 13 women at her house mm-hmm. for this two day mastermind. And it was amazing. And some of the best Uh, boss friendships ever. (laughs) I mean, girl boss friendships, like you cannot even imagine. I mean, we're all still in touch with each other. We all kept 
check up on each other. Super supportive group. And Kathy Heller is amazing. Her podcast uh, is great. Um, shout out, don't keep your day job. <laughs> Not that we're telling you to quit your day job, but she doesn't. <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's a money transition. It's a runway. She talks about that. But so that's how Lupe and I met. And And this was in Los Angeles. Yes. This is in the, the small, the small little town of Los Angeles. (laughs) And then her and I did a coaching session, which she shared with us some about Abadanza, which we're going to go into shortly. So hang on. But she shared with us some about that and it really, it, it, it means abundance and in Italian and, and it really inspired me. And so I, I did it. I designed a tattoo and a t-shirt about, about Avadanza. Um, so then cut to the other little tiny small town of Dallas. <laughs> what what one of you take it from here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could talk. Um, so we were at this like little networking event. It was before a conference. It was a little happy hour. And, and I wasn't there. Tisha was no. not there. Tisha <laughs> was not there. It was just Lupe and I. And she, I was photographing the event and she came up to me and first of all gave me probably the nicest compliment I've ever received in my entire <laughs> life. She literally said like, you just exude joy and happiness. Like when you're around other people. You and it, we do. Uh, she does. Like, that's literally like the nicest thing I've ever. Seen. I'm not even kidding. Um, I yeah. Anyways, um, so we were that obviously I like fell in love with her. I was like, wow, you were like the most precious human. And um, we were talking, and she started talking about the Abadanza, and I was so intrigued. And I mean, Lupe can kind of go more into this. Um, but she was, you know, and we'll talk about it after, but um, she goes onto her Instagram and was like, oh yes, I have to tell you one of my coaching clients um, actually like created a tattoo from it and like goes into her Instagram and starts taping out letter bliss. And I was like, wait, how do you know Tisha? <laughs> and she was like, oh, you know, we met in Kathy Heller's house and blah, 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 blah. And it just... <laughs> Such a small world. Small world. You know, the little bitty towns of Dallas and LA, three people, two people and two people all come together in this amazing, yeah. I mean, I, I, it really is so beautiful. Like I, I'm a strong believer in like everything happening for a reason. And that was just, cause I had also told her about our podcast and I was like, Oh, my friend and I are starting a podcast and I never mentioned your name and I should have, because now she would have connected. Maybe she would have connected the two. I mean, she she had heard me talk about the podcast too. So I mean, it's just really so cool. Yeah. I I love that Abadanza brought us all together. So why don't you share with us, Lupe, share with us about Abadanza and how, how that, uh, and how that ties into money and what we're talking about, you know, abundance and all of that. Tell us. So Abadanza is the Italian word for abundance. And so me and my husband started a little, it's a little tool that I use when, when coaching clients and it's, an abundance and a gratitude practice. So if we have some money coming in, a bonus, let's say a a bonus from work or a refund or, um, and it doesn't have to necessarily, it doesn't have to be a check. It could be you got upgraded on a flight or um, you were able to sell that old computer you had laying around on eBay. Uh, we, We just, for fun, we just started saying abundanza, and I don't even remember where it came from. Like where, like 
where I first heard it, but I just thought, okay. So every time it was, I want danza. And it started becoming a game. And what I noticed was that we started looking for opportunities to create abundanza. So it's not just about noticing the money coming in and being grateful for it, but it's also our minds started opening up to creating more of that. So for example, it might be, you know, I had an old Kendall laying around. Oh, we should probably sell that. Oh yeah, let's do it. Sell it. Abundanza. Um, or we went to a, a basketball game and they had free t-shirts and free tickets for everyone. And we picked up several and then we found out that they were selling them on eBay for 50 bucks a piece. Oh, we should sell them. Abundanza. Yes. <laughs> feeling that uh, uh, gratitude for it, it starts opening up and, and creating a shift. And I noticed that. And so I started sharing that with my clients and it really opens up things for people because it does, it does so much as, as a client, I can say it really does. Um, because I've always been, I mean, going way back to when my kids were little, I would at different times keep gratitude journals or, um, I mean, you know, some, there were some days when the kids were little, it was like, I kept all four of them alive. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that, that would some days be what I wrote in there. So I've always been aware and and tried to be thankful and gratitude, but it's just a more fun way to, you know, abadanza. I mean, it sounds fun and, and, um, and I, I made t-shirts that you can get at letterbliss.com and people ask about them. And so it's fun to say, oh, well, it's the Italian word for uh, abundance. And it's, you know, I use it because I'm, I'm grateful and I'm thankful for the abundance and, and whether it's a parking spot or, um, you know, or it's also, I, I give it credit for bringing me to tattoo designs and two new tattoo designs so far. And so there's just so many fun ways to use it. And I I love that you shared that with me and I love that you're sharing it with our audience now. Yeah. Yeah. And and what's different about the, you know, when we journal or do our gratitude list at the end of the day, it's usually delayed, right? So until we get to our journal or whatever, but what I love about Abundanza is that in that moment, you feel that gratitude. Oh, well, yeah. I got a great parking space or mm-hmm. you're in line at a drive-thru and you remembered you had a coupon. Oh, well, that's how you just yeah. say, right? It's like even the, the smallest little thing and it allows you to, it allows me to be grateful mm-hmm. and it allows me to just feel that abundance. And my own coach talks about that when we take time to feel that feeling, mm-hmm. it, it gets installed in our brain and then we're able to access that feeling right. often. Yeah. Starting to create like a, a new pathway in your brain where you're like looking for these opportunities. Which yeah. is like why they say manifestation works because it's you're feeling, you know, when you're in a like receiving meditation or a money meditation, you're feeling the feeling of having more money and and you're really embodying that. And it's not like I'm going to, it's, I have abundance. I have more money. It's, and it does rewire our brains. I mean, they've, they've done different studies on it. So that's why I think all of that is so powerful. Uh, You know, another thing that we talk about is that 
a lot of the times, if we don't work on our money mindset, it doesn't matter how much money we're making, that feeling is still going to be there. So feeling of scarcity, of lack, you could be a millionaire and still feel like you're going to run out. Mm -hmm. And so that abundance, uh, abundanza tool is just a fun way to start shifting from that lack or scarcity to abundance and seeing opportunities, which is really the most important thing because I think then that trains your mind to look for the opportunities to start shifting to more money, creating more money. Mm-hmm. Money. I think it's so so powerful. Well, just like what you said, little things lying around the house that you never use. Well, let's sell it. There's so many opportunities now to sell your clothes and to sell like on Facebook marketplace or it would just be sitting there, you know? So yeah, teaching your mind to open up those opportunities for more income and for growth and all of that. I love that. Yeah. Oh, and another one I, so I, I think it was on a podcast I listened to, maybe it was Tim Ferriss or he talked about practicing always asking for a discount. So oh, yes. we have resistance to that because we oh, don't want to. You, you told me about this one and I still can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to look needy or look bad. Or, I don't know. There's a whole bunch of things, right? Um, right. So he said, just to practice it. And so go to Starbucks and say, you know, I had a great week at work. Do you think I could get a 10% discount on my latte at a celebration? <laughs> Or it's my, you know, if it's your birthday, it's my birthday. Do you think I get 15% off my coffee? Because I could maybe do that one. I don't know if I could just, (laughs) I I do think that tying it, I don't think I remembered that part, but tying it to, I've had a great week at work. Do you think I could get a 10% discount or it's my birthday? Do you think I, what's the birthday discount? Uh, You know, that is, that. I could do easier than just saying, Hey, so I, yeah, I'd have to come up with some kind of a reason because that's the one where I'm like, Oh, I don't, I don't know if I could do that. (laughs) So we started practicing because I knew I was very uncomfortable doing this. So I, I'm going to start practicing it. And we happened to go on a trip that next week after that. And so we were, I think in Canada or it was some fun place. And so we were at a nice store and I thought, oh, it's expensive. We're buying a couple shirts. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. So I asked the manager, you know, it's our first time at the store. Do you offer any discounts? And she looked at me and said, hmm. And she wanted me to buy these shirts, right? For my yeah. husband. And, you know, let me tell my manager. And the manager, of course. And so then when she's bringing this up, <laughs> the cashier says, uh, what is this discount for? And, oh, it's their first time here. So we're just giving them a discount. Which I think is I a great, another, okay, this is going to help me because uh, like you, I'm very uncomfortable with this, but they give first time customers discounts on websites all the time. Yeah. yeah. So why not in a store? That's another good, yeah, that's you know, yeah. I just need to have a reason to ask for it. To just say, <laughs> hey. Well, here's another <laughs> one. I'm going to give you a smile. Can you give me 10% off? I don't know. I, that's really uncomfortable. <laughs> well, and then just feeling like you're not tied to really like, so we were getting our car serviced a couple weeks ago and it was, you know, had to have our tires replaced. It was expensive. It went to the dealership. Oh, so I just emailed, you know, the, um, the person sent us the quote and said, <clears throat> here's your amount. And I said, oh, this is a little bit higher than what I was hoping for is there any discounts? Are there any discounts? Well, we did have that coupon last month for a free alignment or 25, you know, so yeah. 
it was just not necessarily that, oh, you need that $25 to, you know, but it's nice. And then it's just yeah. like, yeah, I just asked and there you go. There it is. And so it just training your mind and that's abundance. Oh, yes. I, in that service, we got $80. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I, I'm curious to hear, Angelica, how do you, how, uh, do you feel about asking for a <laughs> you're comfortable with? Cause I will flat admit it. I am not comfortable with it, but you've given me some good ideas. Lupe. What about you, Angelica? Are yeah, you comfortable? I mean, I don't know. I have a hard time, especially when it's like at stores that I, right. I always will go on retail me not and find a discount for some sort of thing. So like obviously Hobby Lobby always has their 40% off entire purchase or would not entire purchase one, one item only, you know, I always am looking for coupons, but as far as like actually asking like hey you know like I had a really great week like (laughs) you want to give me a discount like I don't know (laughs) we're gonna have to we're gonna have to challenge ourselves on this I'm gonna try try. I'm gonna definitely that's a challenge for your listeners and they can like yeah oh my gosh yes please all of you please let us know and um and we're gonna do this too we're going to I'm telling yes yes maybe even we'll do our first podcast episode aired or our biggest podcast episode aired. Can we get a discount? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What I think like, and being in a services industry, like I, I mean, there's times where I'd be like, Oh, would you like to trade services or, you know, things like that. So I, I definitely think that there is room to ask, you know, like, why not? Like if your budget was a certain thing and you wanted to ask for, you know, maybe something a little bit more reasonable. You might as well ask, and just like what people say, like you're you're never going to get what you what you don't ask for. So you might as well just open that conversation and see where it goes. Right. Yeah. And it's interesting because it it happens more often than we think. Like my uh, husband is um his the IT leader at his company, and he says that they never buy a software if there's no discount associated with it. Mm-hmm. And that his boss says, if you don't go back three times, then you left money on the table. And so he tells me, you know, this is how it works. You, we ask for discounts. It's okay. They want your business yeah. so, so much that they're willing to negotiate because it's a win-win for both. You get the, the right. software, they get the software and they get the, you know, the business. And so that's been a shift for me because, you know, I thought, well, it's a burden I'm asking for, but, it, but they want whoever you're working with wants the business. So it's, it's helping. Both you, so maybe this is a, uh, you know, I mean, not to make everything about a male female thing, but I do think there is a lot of the, the way that we're raised as females. Mm. We're, I don't think we're, we're raised to be negotiators. I don't think that's, yeah. I don't feel, I mean, I do not like to negotiate. Yeah. It's, you know, for a car or for whatever. I don't, I mean, anything um, is, it's just, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's interesting that that's just the given to him. And it's like, yeah. no, that's yeah. why it comes easier. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I used to have a friend when I did, back when I did stand up comedy. So a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was another comedian friend and whenever we would all go, all the comics would go. I mean, he was known for getting free dessert because <laughs> usually, yeah, it was like by the end of the meal, something had happened usually along the way, like somebody's order was late or somebody's was cold or something, or, you know, they had, 
you know, they had apologized for something, you know, oh, I'm sorry, it took me so long to get back to check on y'all, is everything okay, or whatever. So then by the time dessert came around, he would say, well, you know, the way you can make that up to us would just be free dessert. Yeah. <laughs> and almost always, and there were a couple of times that I have done that through the years, uh, and, and it's always worked, but I don't do it every time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say when we first moved in um, to our house, like whenever something went wrong with the delivery or like something came back damaged, I would always just accept it and be like, okay, well, whatever, that's annoying. But Rick has been so good about like calling the company and being like, hey, you guys messed up our delivery day. Like we had to take time off work. That's money in our pockets that we're, you know, not making. So you need to make it that up for us. And it, it's been such a, an uncomfortable thing for me to, cause I would have to do the dirty work and call them and do all that. And, you know, and I mean, that's what customer service, I guess, is about and to exactly. make it right with the customer. And so we were able to get a lot of great discounts when we yeah. came in to our house um, because of their mistakes. So um, in those okay. cases, I feel a little more comfortable, but it was definitely something I had to learn um, and beat that hurdle for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of another, our internet provider was going to up, we have the highest internet because my husband loves, you know, he's a computer guy. And so we need to have internet high speed. I love it. I'm coming to your house then. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I don't even know, but the tech term, but yeah. So trying to raise it. It was our contract was up trying to raise it. And so he's on he was upset. He's like, I'm not paying more. Okay. All right. Well, he's going to call. And I thought, Oh man, let's see what happens. He calls, And I don't know who you talked to, but, um, we ended up paying less per month than we were paying. So that was a big wow. per month. And he did not wow. upset or anything. It's not about being angry or upset. He just said, Hey, right. yeah. to the next guy, if you're not able to figure it out and keep, the, he was just going for the same rate, but it actually, he was able to get it under what we were paying so them wow, trying to awesome. raise it brought actually more income you know so it was an abundance moment and we just laughed about it because yeah maybe uh some time ago we wouldn't have wanted a call or we would have just said that's just the way it is and yeah. um your yeah. outlook is saving y'all so much money which yeah. i love it's great i think that's awesome i mean it's a little thing but like you said if you can say $25 or $5 mm -hmm. or it all adds up and yeah. that's what it's about being intentional and exactly. Yeah. I love this. I love this. I know. What are some things as far as like with your coaching clients, um, if they have money blocks or a lack mentality, what are some other, is, are, there, are there any other tactical things they can do? Or if they're just, if their goal is to make more money, what, you know, what are some things that you can, what are some questions you can ask them or ways that you can get them to look at things? So there's usually a belief around money with everyone. We all have them, right? And so. Yeah. Right. Mindsets and all that. Yeah. And so usually if I'm talking to a client and, and maybe this is usually, sometimes it's not that clients are coming in saying, oh, I have, I want to change my mindset on money. But as we're talking about other things, this comes up, this comes up, I'll notice it. I might point it out and say, Hey, you know, I'm hearing that there's a belief there that making money is hard mm -hmm. or that there's a belief there around scarcity. And so, um, a lot of the times we don't even realize we have these things. Yeah. Oh, I realize that I do have this belief that making money is hard. Yeah. And so what I tell my clients is that 
even though sometimes we don't realize this, we get to choose our beliefs. And so we're to believe that money, making money is hard. And so I, I usually reflect that back and then ask, you know, what do they think about that? And a lot of the times clients haven't realized that that is a belief. Mm-hmm. And then I'll follow up with what's, what would you like to believe? What's a new belief you would like to adopt? Oh, and I love that. First of all, we get to choose our beliefs. I wrote that on my notes. <laughs> I did too. Oh my gosh. I did too. Yes. That's beautiful. And so true. And I love that you point that out to them and that you help them change their beliefs then. That's so yeah. powerful. Well, and that applies to all areas of our life. We have beliefs that we, maybe we grew up with because that's what our parents taught us or that we, mm-hmm. that's what we thought is how it should be or how it is, but we get to choose always. And so just like we can think making money is hard, uh, we can think um, money comes easy for me making money for me. So I, so I'll ask the client, my clients to think about what's a new belief they'd like to adopt. Well, what they, if they got to choose whatever they wanted to believe, what would it be? And then, you know, if this is a really tough topic for clients Uh coming up with the new belief, I don't even know what I would believe then. Right. Like Mm -hmm. like making money coming easily to me or uh, that like, money flows to me quickly, easily, and abundantly. Like, I don't know, that just doesn't, yeah. you know. Like, yeah. So then we'll talk about what are the, those beliefs and what is the resistance to that? What, what's keeping you from believing that? Ooh. Um, and we'll explore that. Okay. What's the resistance behind that? And then what, you know, usually at the end of sessions, we'll come up with affirmations. What are some affirmations that I could write down in my journaling or start saying out loud that'll help? Oh, me? let's come up with three. Let's come up with three Ooh. right now. I love this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I'll start. So one of, one of the ones that I have that I write down every day and that I have on my board in my office is I live in unlimited abundance. Ooh. Wow. I love that. Mine's very similar. The one that I write every day, I say, I live in a state of joy, gratitude, abundance, and love. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yours are so like specific. Mine is, I feel like, I mean, I, I, in mine, I write every day. I am capable. Mm. Oh, I love that though. That's to me, that's, I mean, another one that I write not every day, but often is I am worthy. Just the simple ones I think sometimes are easier to wrap our minds around and I am capable. That's huge. Cause gosh, how often do we all question our capability? Exactly. I love that one. I've never, I've never Oh, I'm, I'm, I've already written it down. I am capable girl. Yeah. I love that one. Just cause that's like, I think what I struggle with a lot is, you know, yeah. Finding your worth, finding just the confidence to, to do it. I mean, with anything, you know, so, um, but I love, I love yours. You're okay. Okay. So say yours again, Lupe. I live in unlimited abundance. Oh, so beautiful. I love it. Mine was um, the, the one that can't think of hers ever, <laughs> which I, I live in a state of joy, gratitude, abundance, and love, which not being able to come up with my daily affirmation reminds me of a great story that Sarah Blakely tells. <laughs> um, it's, it's so great. Um, they were at a party, her and her husband, Jesse, were at a party 
And um, probably by me telling the story, we're going to get Sarah Blakely on our podcast. Um, I'm just putting that, I'm just going to go ahead and put that into the universe. Um, they were at a party and they were uh, some friends, but some new people and they were standing around and they were talking about, um, she said something about having a life motto. And so someone was like, well, what is your life motto? And she blanked out <laughs> and she couldn't come up with her life motto. Oh and so then, then Jesse, her husband, had a neon sign made that hangs in their living room that says, I forgot my own life motto. <laughs> I love it. Right? Isn't that great? I mean, it's like, that's, I'm like, okay, I, I totally identify with that because, hello, I write this daily affirmation down every day, but don't ask me to say it. <laughs> that always makes me feel better knowing that story and I just love the humor between them that he would have that made into it yes so so Sarah Blakely we can't wait until you're on our podcast (laughs) yes put it out around the universe right Uh uh-huh Abadanza yes I love that I I feel like we need to like do a little I don't know, Q&A, or not Q&A, but, like, ask people on our Instagram, like, what was your Abadanza moment? And yes, the oh, definitely. I love definitely. that. Yeah, we want to we know everyone's, please send us your Abadanza moments and send us your daily affirmation. Is, even if it's a new one, even if you've never had one before, come up with one. Come mm-hmm. up with one. Yes. Yeah. Um, feel free to steal ours, come up with your own, whatever. Yeah. I think those are so, such important things. Awesome. Well, thank you Lupe so much for introducing us again, um, to Abadanza and for, I, I'm so with all of our listeners in such a beautiful yes. way. Oh. Yes. And I'm so thankful that Abadanza brought us all together. It's such a beautiful moment. And I'm just, yeah. So are there any other resources that you recommend for our listeners to kind of either, continue with the Abadanza experience or just money in general? Yeah. So, so I have a few books that I've read uh, about money and my favorite is uh, You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. A great book. It's funny. I listen to it. I like to listen to a lot of my books on Audible and it's just funny hearing her read the book. She makes it really relatable. Uh, There's another book called The Soul of Money by Lynn Um, then there's another book called the science of getting rich by Wallace Waddles. And that's who Jensen Chero kind of talks about in her book. And it's a really old book. And some of it is, she said at the beginning of the book, I read the first couple of lines in that book and I closed and I said, I don't need this book. This is awful. (laughs) Um, But then she was still broke living in a garage. And she said, you know what, maybe I should listen to this guy. So it actually is a pretty, pretty easy read book. Also okay. about abundance manifestation. So those are some some great ones to read if your listeners want to uh, learn more about money and abundance and all of that. And that. Yeah, yeah, where can people find you on the interwebs? So my uh, the best way to find me is my website, uh, lupeprado.com. So it's L-U-P-E, Prado, P-R-A-D-O.com. And then on Instagram, I'm at lupeprado coaching. 
And um, yeah, I'd love to offer your uh, listeners uh, $25 off any package if they decide to do coaching. Mm-hmm. So it'd be a little Ooh. bit of abundanza in their own life. If- yes. Do they, should they just tell you that they're one of our Money Made Easy listeners or is there a code or what? How do they? Yeah. So once they, so if they um, sign up for the sample session, we just tell me you heard about this discount on the Money Made Easy podcast. And yay. Yes. Yay. So um, creating a little bit of abundanza. Abundanza. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes, Thank, Thank you so much. So happy to have you and um, to all of our listeners, please let us know what your abadanza is this week and we'll be sharing them on our stories. Okay, you all know the drill. Please go give us a five-star rating and leave us a review and might as well hit that subscribe button while you're there. And let's keep the conversation going on Instagram. This week, be sure and share your abadanza moment and a life or money affirmation. And we'll see you next Money Monday. Bye. Bye.